everybody. Welcome into Mining Stock Daily. Uh, happy to be welcomed by Tim Warman here, who is the CEO of Fiore Gold. Fiore trades on the TSX Venture with the symbol F and also on the OTCQB with the symbol F-I-O-G-F. Uh, Tim, we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about your recent uh, financial or actually production numbers here. Uh, did have put some financial numbers behind it uh, that we will kind of speak about, but uh, congratulations, you reached your full year guidance here. Yeah, thanks, Trevor. It's uh, it was a really good year. Um, I think uh, Pan is uh, is is kind of you know just operating really nicely right now, and it's uh, it's great to see you know especially given that it was a mine that you know was bought out of bankruptcy, and I think a, a lot of people didn't believe it was going to ever work. Well, I mean, granted, I you know last fall you guys were kind of uh, down in the dumps here with some uh, with some technical challenges for mine, and it has been quite the turnaround story. I mean, even at its lows back this spring from just Below forty cents now trading about a buck sixty. You got to be real. Your shareholders have just got to be really thrilled. They're pretty happy. Um, I think overall. I think you know. Um, you know. Of course, they still think we're undervalued, and, and I have to agree with them. But as I like to joke, I'm a junior mining CEO, and therefore I'm contractually obligated to believe my stock is undervalued. But um, <laughs> but no, I think uh, you know. I, I think just given our jurisdiction and our cash flow and profitability and the just a really nice clean balance sheet that the company's you know been able to to maintain with no debt and lots of cash in the bank and uh, I, I think I think overall we're in uh, we're in, we're in really good shape. Okay, so let's uh, go over these numbers. Your full year gold production just over forty six thousand ounces. That is within your guidance of forty five to forty eight. Uh, it is worth noting you are kind of in an offset year, so this is your full year guidance. So you are done. So then basically the next three months begins your Q one. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, uh, you know, I think uh, particularly if you look at the last three quarters where we were up over 12,000 ounces a quarter um, in each of those quarters, I think, uh, you know, the year looks pretty good coming in at guidance because we did we did have a few um, hiccups in the first quarter as we recovered from some startup issues with the crusher. But um, but I think those are you know, well behind us now. And, uh, and uh, you know, production is just nice and solid. Yeah. Cash balance of just over $23 million now. That's an increase of just about $6 million relative to last quarter. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the average realized sellable price of $1,900 per ounce. I mean, I like I said, Tim, if you're not making money at these prices, you're doing something really wrong. Well, yeah. And I actually had someone reach out to me uh, yesterday and say, well, you know, in the, in the Q3, your fiscal Q3, the gold prices were lower. Um, and you had pretty much the same production, and you did uh, over eight million in free cash flow. And this, you know, this quarter, you, same production, higher gold prices, and you only did uh, only did you know five point nine million added to the balance sheet. Why is that? And uh, and honestly, it's because you know we're kind of executing on our strategy, which is that Pan is generating cash to grow the company, and so we're we're spending money on uh, on Gold Rock in particular, but also on uh, on Pan. We've decided to build the new heap leach expansion early, so we can start putting ore on on close to liner early because that gets you faster recoveries and 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 it's just really nice to have that flexibility to, to accelerate growth plans gold rock is the one right next door to pan it's uh it's literally you can stand on the high wall at uh, at pan and look over and see gold rock it's about eight miles as the crow flies so okay and what's the latest with that project up in washington then man it's uh you know it, it's just slow and painful trying to negotiate with, uh, with, you know, with Hecla. Um, I think, I think they like it. I mm -hmm. think their guys like the idea of, you know, putting these assets together, but, um, but it's, um, you know, it's, 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 it's challenging because, um, you know, we don't have a lot of leverage. It's not like I can say, if you don't uh, do a deal with me, I'll go off and do, 
deal with somebody else because they hold the ground around us and we kind of need that at least some kind of access to that ground. And, and I think the, the saving grace in it all is that it's really cheap to hold that property. It's a $10,000 a year carrying cost with no obligations or, you know, anything really around it. So, so, you know, we can afford to be patient, but, but we're trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to push hard enough to be persistent, but not get so annoying that uh, they tell me to get lost. So you have good cash flow here, like you said, $23 million. And, you know, t- t- what do you, what do you do with that money now? Do you still work on not only the advancing of gold rock, but you also have some exploration around pan as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the idea of pan obviously is that, you know, we want to keep replacing depletion every year. So we want to add as much new ore as we've, we've mined during the year so that we keep that mine life extending out and, um, and so that'll take, you know, somewhere between a million and a half and two and a half million dollars a year on, uh, on drilling this year, we've got a leach pad expansion coming up and that'll be about eight or 9 million. So that's a, you know, reasonably hefty capital project. And then of course, drilling and all the, uh, all the work that goes into a feasibility study at, uh, at gold rock as well. So, so lots of different places to spend that money. I'm sure guys can always think of ways to spend the cash. Um, but you know, we really look at it as, as, as a, a pan continuing the growth of it or continuing the, the, the cash generation um, aspect of pan, make sure that that mine life just keeps carrying on into the future. Yeah. And, and then a gold rock, it's really, it's growth capital. You know, we're trying to, trying to get up, you know, organically over a hundred thousand ounces a year and that should take us there. And then, you know, sort of complete the rest of our growth with, um, with, uh, you know, M and a acquisitions. Okay, so I'm glad you brought this up. You brought it up. I didn't, but I was going to ask you about it. So a couple of weeks ago, you put out a video online talking about uh, strategic growth of the company, yeah. and you explicitly said, you know, mergers and acqu- you know some sort of acquisition opportunities in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously we want to see that. Shareholders want to see that. People, you know, people. You, it's a consistent fight to continue to grow the business, right, through productions. Yeah. Why, you know, I guess just out of curiosity, why, why put out that video? Why be really explicit with, uh, with what your overall strategy is at that particular time? Yeah, I, I think, um, I think because shareholders want to see it, you know, they want to see that there's a, a plan and an executable plan to grow the company because, you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, sub 50,000 ounce gold producers are not really that interesting, um, to a really broad spectrum of investors. You know, if I'm a, if I'm a big U S you know, fund, um, you know, it's, it's tough to, to invest in something that's a, you know, sub 50,000 ounce producer that's got a, you know, 150 or $160 million Canadian market cap. And, and I think we really want to sort of send a signal that that's not where we intend to stay and that we want to get up into that 150 to 250,000 range as a, as a kind of first goal. And, and M and A is the way we're going to do that. You know, we have, we have internal growth, but that doesn't get us all the way there. And, um, yeah. You know, I, I had a conversation uh, with Matthew Lennox King of Contact Gold yep. a couple of weeks ago. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of work being done on the Green Springs project, which you know mm-hmm. aligns next to Pan. Uh, yep. You know, just closely, how, how closely are you watching this exploration uh, work being done by Contact Gold at Green Springs? Yeah, I mean, you know, we obviously keep an eye on what's going on everywhere in our neighborhood, and and obviously uh, Matt and, and Contact are some of our closest neighbors, and. And um, I think we'd actually been talking about doing a kind of informal reciprocal site visit uh, because their geology is very similar to what you see at Pan and Gold Rock um, down at the Green Springs project. And, and unfortunately, that was right about when uh, we sort of said, well, look, wait, wait till the weather warms up a bit and let's go do a field trip. And I was going to go on that. And uh, then COVID hit. And of course, that's kind of derailed all that. So, yeah, we keep in touch with Matt and, 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 and all of our neighbors, really. 
I, I mean, just as an observer, Tim, it seems like that would be one of those low hanging fruits after you put out that video. Yeah. I mean, you know, our, our, again, this kind of goes back to, I'm, I'm, I have a bit of an obsession with trying to make sure that we, we, we run pan like a, like a, you know, like a real company. And, 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 and by that, I mean that I want to, I want to make sure that our revenue side of the business is expanding at least as fast as the expense side of the business. So, you know, if we're going to add additional kind of exploration development stage projects, we really need a way to pay for those. And so mm -hmm. that's why our, our focus has really been on producing assets or something that we could put into production very quickly. All right. Uh, talk to us about this coming year. Uh, when will you be putting out uh, new guidance uh, for, you know, 2021? And are you kind of, are you still kind of banking on that $1,900 gold? I mean, we are still in flux here. You know, the gold price seems to be consolidating, but you know, how confident are you that we can still see $1,900 as a uh, payable revenue for the company throughout the year? Yeah. I mean, you know, I think, I think $1,900, you'll probably continue to see gold sort of, you know, wobbling around that it'll dip below it. It'll go above it. Um, you know, I mean, we've seen that just today alone. Um, and I think that trend is going to, you know, hold for at least the next year. Um, you know, obviously we don't count on it. We're not, we're not sitting there holding our breath and going, Oh, if it drops below this, we're done. No, <laughs> we plan for a bit more, uh, robustness and flexibility than that. But, but, you know, coming up over the next year, we'll have guidance out probably around the time we put our financials out for the year end. So that'll be just before Christmas. Okay. Um, and then, and then, you know, there should be lots of, um, news flow coming out on, uh, on drilling at gold rock, drilling at pan. Um, you know, we've got, uh, uh, some met testing work that's uh, going on at uh, at, um, at Gold Rock that we'll have uh, results for you know over the next few months. Um, you know we've got drills turning there right now. We're just in the process of moving another drill over to Pan. So so there should be lots of news to come there. Um, and then really you know uh, hopefully this year we'll have some news on M and A. All right. Well, that's exciting. Uh, yeah. I want to get your thoughts here on just kind of your thesis on the market. Um, the market really looking at some of these, you know, not necessarily, I want to say lower grade because you're comparing apples to oranges, but these like, you know, heap leachable, easily processed gold projects that, you know, such as PAN that we see a lot throughout Nevada, um, maybe not huge numbers in production, year, yearly production, but really able to generate cash flow in a sensible and, and, an insensible manner. Uh, do you feel yeah. like the market's kind of turning the page and and seeing these as maybe a little bit more beneficial uh, for cash revenue and cash growth? I, I, I think they do. You know, I mean, you know, it's it's the, the thing about heap leeches is that they're they're pretty easy to understand. Yeah. Um, you know, they're. I mean, you know, a lot of people think they're easy to operate, um, and you know, they can be a bit more challenging. It's. Uh, you know, if you're operating an operation that has a mill and a, and a you know, sort of traditional process plant, you can make an adjustment and see the results an hour later. Whereas on a heap leach, I mean, you, you make an adjustment, and maybe, a, you know, a month from now, you'll see if that adjustment worked. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I think, I think just the, the, the kind of simplicity of the operation appeals to people, you know, it's, um, it's, uh, it's, it's relative. And once you get heaps running they're they're nice and predictable and you don't get these kind of crazy jumps that you see in a lot of, you know, high grade underground mines where, you know, you can, you can get in and out of ore very quickly. You can, you know, you got to make sure you're stiff. They're just generally more complicated to run um, and, and can be less predictable. Yeah. Less moving parts means less things that could break and go wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, Tim, any other thoughts uh, before we let you go that you wanted to leave us with? 
No, I think, um, look, I, I, I think, you know, as a company, um, we've really focused on, on, you know, convincing the market that we're competent, um, you know, and just good solid operating team and that we can extend that to, to, you know, more and more projects. And, you know, as we grow the company and, and just give investors confidence that, that we're not going to you know screw things up, not to say that we'll never make mistakes, but, uh, but, you know, when we do, we can recover from them and deal with them. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and that's kind of the brand we've tried to build. And I think, I think we've been successful at that as well. So I re I remember that conversation you and I had at Beaver Creek last year after a lot of those technical issues with the crusher. And, uh, I will say you were confident that the company was going to fix what was wrong and move on and make things even better. So kudos. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. That's a, we've got a great team. Uh, that's, uh, the CEO of Fiore Gold, Mr. Tim Warman. Again, Fiore trades on the TSX Venture with the symbol F and also on the OTCQB with F-I-O-G-F. Thanks, Tim. Take care of yourself. Thanks, Trevor.